Welcome to Nerd Canon. I'm Beth. I'm Paul. This is a podcast where two librarians look at pop culture cornerstones from their childhood and decide if they're good enough to be shared with the next generation of nerds. Hi, Paul. Hey. Um, Do you have a bad synopsis? Sure. Insufferable narcissist who everyone thinks has a charmed life is actually just an expert at abusing his rich white male privilege. Speaking of male privilege, <laughs> yep. uh, this is uh, this is Ferris Bueller's Day Off. This was released on June 11th, 1986, written and directed by John Hughes, starring Matthew Broderick, Mia Sarah, Ellen Ruck, Jennifer Grey, and the Rotten Tomatoes is 81% critic score, 92% audience score. Hmm. What was your experience with this as a kid? So I would not have been able to, if you did a, a two truths and a lie or whatever we call it with one of the lies being like when this movie came out, I probably could not have told you. I would have like, I think I would have got the eighties, but I thought it was way later than it was partially because it was still really popular with like people in my high school in the late nineties. And I think the first time I saw this, I was a freshman in high school and I saw it because <laughs> There was this weird thing that happened when I was a freshman in high school where I got adopted by like some upperclassmen people and they would like take me and like I would hang out with them until like one, two in the morning and then one of them would drive me home, right? Because I couldn't drive at that time. Yeah, sure. And somehow that was okay my freshman year in high school. And then when I got to be a sophomore and got to be able to drive myself, my curfew went from like, oh, just come home whenever to like be home by 10 o'clock at night. Oh, because you had that car. You had to be home with the vehicle. I guess. But like... I don't understand why that happened, really. I still don't understand why that happened. And I know I saw this with that specific group of people because there's one guy, and his name is Josh Bukes. And I'm saying his whole name because I have no idea what happened to Josh. Josh, if you're out there and you ever hear this, like, find me. Um, I was good friends with him. He drove me everywhere. I don't know where he ended up after after high school. Um, he was super into cars. And this was one of his favorite movies for the car reason. And, like, he wanted to be Ferris Bueller, basically. And sure. He was a hilarious I guy. I have met great a guy. lot of guys yeah. that wanted to be fair. He he's a good, I don't know, is, was a good guy. And um, he was one of the people who very much adopted me that year as like, we're going to take care of this freshman kid. That's precious. Josh Bukes. I am pretty sure that my first time seeing this movie was like one of those really late nights, freshman year, out till, you know, early hours of the morning and being shown being like, I am almost positive it was Josh like, hey, everybody, we're going to watch Ferris Bueller tonight and um, watch it. And I've seen it so many times since then. Um, but what was your experience with it? Probably like in middle school or even late elementary when I saw it. But when you said that it was still so popular, I feel like this has never not been popular. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I agree. Yeah. It is my impression that as many people have seen it now as have seen it at any given, yeah. like there is like yeah. a like a curve amount of humans like percentage wise <laughs> of teens that have watched this film like there's people continuously yes. rediscovering it or something like that's how yeah. i feel that is yeah. made up but i feel that that's true yeah. um so i had seen it a lot and then it's definitely been a rewatcher for me i had it on dvd and mm-hmm. it was just a, ba- a comfort like background movie for me i like the music and it's yeah episodic enough 
Right. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. it's a good yeah, background. So, um, so I, I knew almost every line when right. I, you know, started the rewatch. <laughs> there are lines from this, both that are very frequent quoters yes. in this house, but also just like in my head. Um, there are also certain, just in like, society in well, general. It's still true, <laughs> yeah. of course, but yeah. like, you know, then there's certain things that we'll say, but then like also sometimes there's just things in my head that like really made an impression on me and maybe only me, but. <laughs> Is one of them, I'm dying. <laughs> no, but I, well, I was going to save it, but let my gamins yes, go. Yes, yes, Every yes. time I've been sick for my entire life, I sing that song at some point. Yeah, yeah. 100%. So that was my experience. And for whatever reason, this made a huge impression on me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Two trivia isn't a lie. It's not okay. about the year, um, but okay. it is about it, it's about their ages. So guess oh, which geez. one is a lie? No, this is bad. Okay. At the time of filming, uh, Mia Sarah was 18. Matthew Broderick was 23, and Alan Ruck was 26. One of those is false? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. We talked about Mia Sarah before. We did. She was in Legend. And Melissa she was Bitchett. super young, right? Legends can be no Yeah, what forever. episode was that? I think because, I think, so you said Mia Sarah, she was 18, you said That's in this movie? That's what I said. I'm going to say she was younger than that, and the other two were their actual ages. Is that your final answer? Yeah. Oh, damn it. So Mia Zero is actually 18. So she, um, and she's playing a 17-year-old. And so John Hughes was doing the, I was going to say interviews, doing the auditions and was like, I want an older girl to play Mia or to play Sloan because only uh, an older girl is going to be able to bring the maturity (laughs) and the whatever, whatever to the role, right? Okay. And she was like, um, yeah, that's fine, but I'm 18. And she goes, and he almost fell out of his chair. So <laughs> she did a good job convincing him that she was going to bring the, like, oh, I think it was, like, something something douchey, like, quiet dignity or something. Oh, <laughs> right. Yeah. Role. Okay. Um, Beth, do you want to guess what number episode we did at Legend? Four. Seven. Close. Wow. I knew good. it was yeah. early. Yeah, yeah. I knew it was Seven. early. So Matthew Broderick was, in fact, 23. And Alan Ruck was Fucking 29. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. He looks really old. and I, But I thought 26 or whatever you said was old enough. But yeah, yeah that makes he sense. Had, there's a quote, which I may or may not have in here, from him about like, oh, so he also auditioned for Bender, which is a weird flex in The Breakfast Club, and then remembered him and then cast him as Cameron Fry. I feel like maybe he would have been Anthony Michael Hall character in Breakfast Club, but whatever. So anyway, he did this. He I had read this thing that he said that was like, yeah, well, when I was 18, I looked like I was 12. So maybe <laughs> there's genetically something the matter with me. I don't know. <laughs> but he still looks super young. Alan Ruck, like. He's just got a youthful, puckish face, if you will. Okay, more fun facts. So a spinoff titled Sam and Victor's Day Off, focusing on the two valets who took Cameron's father's Ferrari, (laughs) is in development for Paramount+. Plus. Oh, my God. Okay. And I don't usually report on stuff that's greenlit and not actually being made, but that just made me laugh. Yeah, we'll see. So None of that stuff ever pans out. I feel like it never pans out when we talk about it. Hughes wrote the script in one week. The first cut of the film ended up being like two hours and 45 minutes. So the the basic editing of the script, because that, I guess, didn't happen. So they said the shortening of the script came in the cutting room. Having the story episodic and taking place in one day meant the characters were wearing the same clothes. So, you know, 
Hughes wrote the scripts that way, like, and then you could have more freedom in the editing. So initially Uh. for test audiences, he really wanted the museum scene. Nobody else wanted it. And it was initially after the um, parade. And when they moved it before the parade and changed the music, people liked it a lot more. Yeah. So because everybody's about it, but yeah. But because everybody's wearing the same clothes and it's all meant to be the same day and that just kind of hops from place to place, like they did play around with where Hmm, stuff was, like where they went. Yeah. And the scenes that they shot. So though he was had Matthew Broderick in mind when he was writing it, Anthony Michael Hall, who was in the other movies, um, was offered the part but turned it down because he was busy. Other actors that were considered included Jim Carrey, John Cusack, Johnny Depp, Tom Cruise, and Michael J. Fox. Why is Tom Cruise on every single one of these freaking lists? Every list? single list. I don't know, but he was, you know, in the... Matthew Broderick also does not look 23 or whatever you said. He looks like a baby. No, yeah. he does. Uh, Molly Ringwald was interested in playing Sloan, but Colt said that John wouldn't let me do it. He said the part wasn't big enough for me. So <laughs> there's that. Yeah. <laughs> so Ruck and Broderick had previously acted together in the Broadway production of Biloxi Blues. So Cameron's Mr. Peterson voice was an in-joke imitation of their former director, Gene Sachs. Nice. Which I love. Yeah. Ben it's also Stein. his like police officer voice later on. It's the same it is voice. Absolutely the same voice. <laughs> <laughs> so Ben Stein talked about getting the role. So he said it was six degrees of separation. Are you ready for this fucking wild ride? It starts with Richard Nixon. Richard Nixon introduced me. <laughs> Richard Nixon introduced me to a man named Bill Sapphire, who's a New York Times columnist, who introduced me to a guy who's an exec at Warner Brothers. He introduced me to a guy who's a casting director, and he introduced me to John Hughes. Oh, my God. What the fuck? Yeah. And he said that the whole, like, Holly Smoot tariff bill thing is just ad-libbed. They were like, oh, and I absolutely would believe you. Yep. It was, like, sound check stuff. And it mm-hmm. was, like, him standing there. And the class started, like, laughing and dying at, like, his voice and how boring he was. And he goes, it was the best <laughs> day of my life. <laughs> Nice. So he thinks of the film, Hughes, uh, thinks of the film as a love letter to Chicago. So Mm -hmm. according to him, the scene at the art museum was a self-indulgent scene. It was a place of refuge for him, and he went there all the time. He knew all the paintings, and it was a chance for him to go back in the building and show the paintings that were his favorites. So the museum had never been shot in, and then they were able to do that. That's really cool. Uh huh. So First Lady Barbara Bush paraphrased the film in her 1990 commencement address at Wellesley College. <laughs> okay. Yep. And Weird. then everybody was real psyched about that. And so she said, I'm going to tell George that you clap more for Ferris than you clapped for him. And he was the president. Yep. So True. there's that. Um, Cindy Pickett and I don't know, Lyman Ward, Lyman, Lyman Ward, okay. who plays his parents, uh, got married in real life. Oh, well, there And you go. then they got divorced. But that's whatever. And even though they played siblings, Matthew Broderick and Jennifer Grey dated and became engaged after this movie. Um, but they never got married. So then this is about Grace's hair. Grace is my favorite. <laughs> she wanted her hair to yeah. be from the 60s because, because <laughs> quote, she felt Grace looked best in the 60s and kept her look from that era. Like yep. Grace was the kind of woman who would do that. <laughs> So she said the woman's hairdresser on set had mainly been hired to do Mia Sarah's blowout and didn't know how to do like the big 60s hairstyles. So she's like, I got this. So the actress like did her own. Oh, my like, God. And she arrived on set and John Hughes looks at her and goes, 
how many pencils do you think you can fit in there? And so they kept sticking pencils yeah. in. They got they got to four. And then that's how later she's yeah, like pulling she's them pulling out. the pencils out. That's awesome. So I thought that was good. Yeah. That's that was my good. favorite because I love her so much. <laughs> the Sporto. What the pen name is Ferris Paul? Ferris, yeah, I don't know. Ferris Wheel? I know it's the, the only thing name, I Ferris. can think of. Yeah. And I was thinking when I started it and thought to myself, what the fuck kind of name is Ferris, which is my first note. <laughs> I was like, well, maybe when I go to do my research, like I will read something about that. But no, no. John Hughes grew up down the street from somebody whose last name was Bueller. So spelled different, okay. but Bueller. Yeah. So that's fine. And the character was based on someone he knew, but not whose name was Ferris. And so he just pulled that out of his asshole, I guess. I mean, the Ferris wheel is named after the dude who made it, but his last name his is last Ferris. last name. Yeah. Whatever. Know. I have questions. <laughs> that mom's hair, the outfit, it's so 80s. <laughs> The mom, I just like the. I'm still back on the Paramount logo because this is, I think, the oh, oldest Paramount logo we it watched. Is pre- uh, yeah. It's like a full-on painted logo. Um, but yeah, scores of accidents on the Skyview tra- traffic. Cool teen bedroom. He has a cool teen bedroom. He has a cool teen. Be- this is like every movie you watch with a teen in it. They have to throw as much shit as possible. And I was actually thinking this one. I was like, I wonder if someday when my son turns into a teen. Is he going to have this much shit in his room? What did your bedroom look like when you were a teenager? I don't think it looks like that. Mine did! I know, you've talked about that before, (laughs) I think. But, like, I don't think it looks like that. I had so many posters and, like, shitty internet printouts of Trent Reznor. And, like, I literally made a poster of E.T. that I couldn't take down. (laughs) (laughs) Trauma! Yeah. I made a border for around the ceiling of my room out of like cardstock and markers, and I cut out like a million shapes, and I fucking like what taped them all. Like I mean, like yeah, it was absurd. Was, I did a whole that's thing. That's more common than my version, which was stark and emotional. You had a slinky laboratory. one, so you straightened it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, did you ever, Beth, fake sick to get out of school? Once. Once. What is the story of Beth faking Well, I was little. I mean, I was like probably like in like under third grade and I did the like put the thermometer in my (laughs) armpit. So I probably had a 200 degree fever and my mom was like, oh, fuck it. (laughs) Fine. (laughs) In fact, I have a chronic illness and my mother has a chronic illness and I was often sick and made to go to school in high school. And my mom's line was, I'm going, you're both, you're going, we're both going to be sick. We're both going to go. Yeah. <laughs> Not good or bad. That's, I often went to school. Mm-hmm. I'd never, and I never like skipped out ever. Yeah. What about you? My mom was a nurse and <laughs> I, the only time I ever, like, I remember, I do remember thinking about it. Like yeah. maybe like fake, you know, I had a, a reading light on my bed and I was like, I could put the thermometer on there and um, that's hot. And just thinking that'll never yeah. work. And I did, I definitely, unless I was dying, I went to school. Like, unless I had, it was like, you had to have a serious fever or you were going to school, which is like, it's interesting to think about that now, especially if, like post COVID. And Oh, I love it. My kids stay home if they fart too hard. Like, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> And my kid's school loves to send them home. Right. Okay. Yeah. Mm. So, I don't know. What do I know? Attendance is different in this world. <laughs> it, it is. It is. Yeah, definitely. Jeannie is <laughs> definitely not having it. Jeannie says, if I was bleeding out my eyes, you would still make me go. <laughs> what is the relationship, you think, between Jeannie and the mom? 
Because the mom they just seems like pissed other. at her. Like, it's two seconds into this movie, and already the mom is like, fucking genie is talking they again. They have been playing favorites with Ferris <laughs> yes. since he was born. And genie is got her own opinions, and so she's a pain in the ass. And mm-hmm. she probably got real bitchy with them when she got real teenagery. <laughs> and I think that Jennifer Grey is fucking adorable in this movie. Yes. I think she looks... Yes incredible i love her outfit she's mm-hmm. adorable and she's hilarious and she's so pissed off and yet still somehow charming and i yeah yeah 10 I out of 10 jennifer yeah Gray. yeah <laughs> uh, but this is also the shittiest sick fake ever like okay i gotta say something right now <laughs> the fucking baby talk that he does yes oh, oh, dingy. <laughs> oh, he does this like weird gibberish yep. with his dick. It's <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. I hate it. Minus five. He is fine. Whatever. I'm not like in general mad at at Ferris Bueller, but I do not like the moments in which he's laying in bed, especially with the yeah. dad. He's like really like yeah. infantile, and I hate yeah. that voice. So I just yeah, want to put that on the record. I don't like yep. that. But You're then they leave, and he just sits people. up, and he's like, "They bought it." <laughs> And I mean, it's supposed to be over the top, right? The, sick, the fake right. sick thing is supposed to be way over the top. And he's going through the whole, like, how to do fake sick and lick your hands and the stuff. The clammy hands. And, yeah. You don't want to go with a phony fever. <laughs> yeah. You lick your palms. It's childish and stupid, but so is high school. So we get fourth wall break in this movie. This is a... Oh, this like is a, half the movie is fourth we wall get, break. This is, I would say this is fourth wall break done well. I will say it that. It is. But I also feel like maybe this was the origin for, like... Zach Morris. Oh, 100%. Oh, you know? Oh, that's a terrible thought. Thanks for nothing, but it, Beth. But I think it's true. Like, the, you know, here's my, like, diabolical scheme. Oh, God. Why did you tell me that? I'm not going to be able to unsee that. What the hell? But we get, for the first time, the iconic line, life moves pretty fast. If you don't yep. stop and look around, you could miss it. And then we, he gets the shower in Mohawk. He, we get a little preview of Don and that was yep. ad-libbed because he was trying to learn it. For well, they're all singing it. I was like writing they this down. At throughout. one point, yeah, Rooney people. sings Rooney it. Rooney sings it. Gen- Jennifer Grey sings, sings it. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, Jeannie sings yeah. it. Like they're all singing it. I always liked how he puts his hand over his face when he washes his dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for some reason, that always struck me as funny. Did you um, see the fo- the the uh, MTV commercial yes, that it pans over? Was that yeah. a memory for you? The MTV commercial, I mean, like the woman MTV like had, sawing the MTV had tons of those little interstitial like right. Right, yeah. Logo breaks. So yes. Just the John Lennon said that 80s. he was the walrus. I could be the walrus, <laughs> but I still have to bum rides. All right. He's so pissed. I love how he just keeps throwing in in this whole beginning part that he doesn't have a car. He's so mad. He has a keyboard, which would be eight thousand dollars at the time. Yeah. And a computer. <laughs> yeah. I looked it up. <laughs> and then we cut to Bueller. Bueller, Bueller. Which is everybody's very favorite joke to make when they call attendance. And how many times as a teacher doing attendance have you made that joke? Zero times. I'm I'm apparently not a fun teacher. Uh, Zero times. Oh, well, you're a better man than I because I've made it. I don't think, well, I think, uh, see, I think the kids that you are teaching in high school will get it. And I am not Woo. above making a joke in class that no one is appreciating except for me. Just for, for your me. own self? Yeah. Like, <laughs> but yeah, I, you I, have I, to I, in middle school. Sometimes you, you have to make a joke that no one is going to appreciate, but you're like, that was fucking, I nailed that joke, you're but like, none of the kids have it. any idea what I'm talking about. 10 out of 10. <laughs> but I don't think any of them would get Bueller whatsoever. Uh, no problem whatsoever. 
Uh, oh, I love I, that's Buffy. <laughs> that's Christy Swanson. Christy Swanson. This guy's brother's cousin's mother said this up here. Yeah. So last night. No problem whatsoever. Thanks, Simone. Thanks, Simone. Um, and then we cut to Cameron yep. and the I'm music. <laughs> the bedroom, the music, the yep. 100 crumpled tissues. Yep. There's like strewn about six supplies that are like the different medicines fact and stuff. That he sings that stupid song and somehow backup happens. <laughs> yeah. My Cameron go. Oh, so, that's perfect. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know if it's referencing some other thing that I just don't get, <laughs> but I love it. Yeah. You're not, not dying. You just can't think of anything good to do. Wait, you know, like, let my people go, right? I know like, the song. Okay, okay. But I don't know why you would sing that when you were, like, sick. Oh, I don't know if yeah, there's, okay, like, okay. He's just, it's just in his head, question <laughs> okay. mark. I don't know. But anyway, it always got me. He's in a lawn chair with a fruity drink wearing... Like like sun gear, like sunning like pool gear in this right. part. He changes his outfit like four times, rapid fire in these right. vignettes, and then right. he gets to the sweater vest and leaves it on the whole day. Well, he starts. I mean, he has a suit for a while. This is where our first time Rooney calls mom, and he does <laughs> nine <laughs> times. Yeah. <laughs> This is where we also see uh, Grace pulling the pencils out of her hair. And then the follow-up is sniffing the white out as she's I using love it. Her. I love her so much. And she's really going for it. She and is he really goes going. her and she's like, whoa. <laughs> and he goes, Grace. <laughs> oh my God, I love it so much. Is that wait, isn't that now when, when he's on the phone? That was on the phone it's with Cameron. Uh, it's Cameron. It's Cameron. Okay. <laughs> she, oh, oh. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> we got to the clarinet. Also ad-libbed. He just found it in the room. Oh, good. And he told everybody he could play it. And then, obviously. <laughs> Not one lesson. So then we cut back to Ben Stein with the Holly Smoot Tarrant Bill something D-O-O economics. <laughs> and There's I feel a like that's maybe the- kid in the room. It's yeah. maybe the most I know about economics because I can't <laughs> because of heard Ben Stein's lecture and not because I actually paid attention. Mm-hmm. Um, cut to I Dream of Jeannie, which is a whole other outfit. Jeannie calls it get a trouser snake. She has some good lines like this. She's, she's like, go she's piss great. up a flagpole, she says. Yep, uh, yep. Yeah. We get the payphone cough symphony here. This is where he's on the phone, right? <laughs> yeah. With the. And well, oh, first he's on the phone wait. with no. First he's on the phone with strangers in the hallway on a payphone. Yeah, which do you, I look, the girl pay- says, "Hi, Ferris. How's your bod? How's your bod? Oh my god, you're dying. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> think you'll be around this weekend. I, I, I yeah. think so. Great. Yeah. See you then. Yeah. <laughs> he's gonna get me out of summer school, man. I can't mm-hmm. handle summer school. <laughs> And this, like, this is a whole subplot in this movie with mostly with Jeannie, where everyone in the school is talking and it, about. And it just becomes like low key. Like, finally, when the parents get home, there's like 8,000 things of yes. flowers at yes. the house. It's on the stuff. water tower. Right, like, it's on the water tower, yeah. But that's where this, this starts, where, right? Save Ferris. Yes. This is where we get the Grace and Rooney conversation <laughs> makes about. Makes you look like an ass makes, is what he does. Makes you look like an asshole is what he does. It. Wait, ready? I wrote this down. Okay. She's like, the sportos, motorheads, geeks, sluts, bloods, wasteoids, dweebies, dickheads, they all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. <laughs> I wrote that down, too. That's such it's a good, so good line. Oh, I love her so much. <laughs> She's so funny. And then, so he gets there. Oh, This and is then the phone three- call with Cameron. Where, it is. Where first she, he like to, freaks out and she's on the, on the phone. Oh, I got it. The other line so like, is the dad. And the dad's yep. advice is like 47 steps. Take a shower and uh, put a hot yeah. towel on your head. Yeah, yeah. Then uh, get yourself some soup and uh, <laughs> like 
Dad like he's reading at a good housekeeping. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, twenty dollars says Cameron sitting in his car. I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. I'll, I'll go. I love that. Too. <laughs> so they go and get Sloan out of class. She knows what's up as soon as that nurse walks in. But her acting is so good. And then I was like, but what if it really was? Like, yeah. Yeah. Also, are they in college? Like, they're in a huge lecture hall. Yeah. I don't know. I like how the pr- the teacher in that one writes prison on the board and then puts the bars <laughs> puts over the, the lines. Yeah. <laughs> if you did you pause it because if you pause it and look at what's actually on the board, it's like a whole, ten tons of nonsense. But yeah, we yeah. did look at it a little bit. So then Rooney's just like dead grandma. Well, I do see her with Ferris Bueller quite a little bit. <laughs> so then he tells him to roll her on bones down here. Pucker Puck up, her buttercup. Up, buttercup. <laughs> His voice, well, I should say you do. Pardon my French, but you're an asshole. <laughs> Call me, sir. Yep. Pardon my French, but you're an asshole. <laughs> and Thanks, then, Justin. Yeah, so then he throws he throws the phone and Grace is like, oh. oh. <laughs> I love that. I don't know why that's so, so funny. Because she's so hilarious. Good. I wish she, she was hilarious. in more. Yes. Like, she's agreed. obviously incredible. Um, And then we get Rooney doing the classic run walk down the hall where he yeah, stops in front of the windows. I think every kid since that movie was made has done that at least one time. Yeah. Like, because they saw it in there. So then we get the the Ferrari. Okay. And the Kool-Aid the Man song. Yes. Oh, here's yeah. A couple, couple things I need to point out. <laughs> Number one, Sloane, also gorgeous. We talked about how gorgeous she was yeah. in Legend. She's very beautiful. She looks great in this. That outfit is peak. I would wear that today. Like, <laughs> mom shorts. And the fringe. Absolutely. The fringe jacket. jacket. She looks incredible. Big boots. So cute. Here's a thing. This is, to me, the only note. The only sour note that really hasn't, like, that really has always bugged me. So he walks her out, and she says, Mr. Rooney, Ed, you're a beautiful man. And he totally buys it. That's fine. Whatever. (laughs) And this shows you, I think, she's just as good as him. Oh, yeah. Oh, like yeah. her, her reaction with the nurse, <gasps> grandma, and yeah. then like her, her dealing with Ed and like no, calling him that. She, and then he pulls like, up in the Ferrari behind the he school bus. She goes, she goes, I guess that's my guess dad. That's my dad. <laughs> and then do you have a kiss for daddy? Yeah. And they make out. They make and out. And Rudy says, so that's how it is in the right. family. Yeah. And then he turns around and goes back inside. No, absolutely not. <laughs> No, that has always struck me as a heinous. Absolutely not. As an educator, if I saw one of my kids who their presumed parent fucking suck a face in my parking lot, I would not go, interesting piece of cool gossip. I would be like, I need to call the authorities. They should have had him turn around before seeing that. Yeah. They, like it's like they wanted to like, ha- but that's not funny. Like but that's- he needs, yeah, I don't know. He needs a reason to continue going after them or something. Like well, that's- but because then he like, like he's realizing, like this, he, he realizes right away. Sort of, this is not. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Well, no, because in that moment, I think he believes because he got that phone call. But then, yeah, something makes him change his mind again and continue going after. They call like the more. It doesn't matter. The point is, yeah. then they also fly out of the parking lot, and I'm like, right, you're stupid because yeah. if you didn't do that, he probably wouldn't have kept following you. Yeah. Um, but I always liked this song that happens when they're playing, and you get the crane shots of Chicago, Beat City, yeah. now, yeah. now. Chicago's a great city. If you haven't visited Chicago, it's a great place to go. I've never been there. I would like to go there. Lots of fun. Lots to do. 
it's yeah, it, this is great. It's beautiful. I can totally like see what, you know, John Hughes was going for here. And I feel like he nailed it um, in terms of making it look like the most fun place to be ever. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very so, fun place. That, oh, and then here is where we get, he calls like the house, gets the answering machine, gets the mortuary number. Yeah. So, and now he's like, I'm determined to ruin this kid's life because right. he skipped school. Yeah. Like five years from now I'm when he's gonna, a broken he, down mess. <laughs> yes. Now he's got Sloan Peterson involved in this thing. Her and grandmother her grandmother too. too. <laughs> not so they get to the garage. Leave my cheese out in the wind. Yep, leave my cheese out in the wind. Wow, wow, wow. Hey, what country do you think this is, ma'am? Yeah, you speak English. Yeah, it's really yeah, yeah. weird. There's his mom comes home to check on him, and he rigged the whole room. Okay, she's the dumbest shit ever, right? You can clearly see the arm of the... She opens the door. Yeah, I wrote... You can wrote, clearly oh, suddenly, see it's a dummy. Suddenly, my son's arm is a black mannequin arm. <laughs> right. <laughs> What are you thinking? I don't know. She, the, the, I mean, it's maybe it's supposed to be like again over the top, stupid. Well, and the idea is he just literally gets away with everything. Right. So, like, of course, right. that was enough. He did go through a lot of effort. Mm-hmm. He's the MacGyver of skipping school, <laughs> right? So then they're at the tallest building. Are those guys Shriners with the weird hats? Oh, I don't. I was looking at their hats too. I don't know what they are. I don't know. I need to know. So then we get they do they like stop to Wall Street and they do weird hand signs at each other and he mm-hmm. proposes very romantically to Sloan. Mm-hmm. Don't don't say that. Don't do that that way. <laughs> don't do like a baseball game kiss cam it's proposal. But so also romantic. Don't do that. He's so spontaneous and fun. And especially not when you're in high school. No, thank you. No, yeah. I'll give you two good reasons. My mother and my father. (laughs) (laughs) So then Abe Froman, the Sausage King of Chicago, Uh I'll be forced to get snooty. Snooty? Snotty. (laughs) (laughs) That guy. That guy got a lot of dates and a lot of gay bars for having been (laughs) that Mater D guy. (laughs) I'm just going to tell you right now. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> a, you can never go too far. And B, I'm not going to get busted by that guy. <laughs> but, okay, wasn't Abe Froman supposed to show up? I, that's, I, I never understood about this. Like, you're going to take somebody's place. He looks for a party of three. What happens when actual right. Abe Froman shows up in, Correct. like, 20 minutes? Then they send that guy away? Like, uh, Yeah. Whatever. So then Jeannie decides to just beat feet and she leaves. Then we get a whole bathroom confessional. <laughs> what, a little, what a little asshole. What a little <laughs> asshole. I think that's, oh, yeah, it's caught all in, in between here because I love that. Hello, Jeannie. What's bothering you today? <laughs> oh, I love it. Who said, I wrote down, I weep for the future. I don't remember who said that. Oh, really? because the Mater D says it. Oh, the Mater D says yeah. it. Yeah. Right. Okay. So Fer- Ferris Bueller does a whole fourth while break while he's washing his hands on the fancy thing and talks all about Cameron and. Mm-hmm. And as he's, like, leaving, this is where they have the near miss with the dad. Right. So now Rooney mistakes some cutesy girl at a pizza place. You missed one of the most important character traits of Ed Rooney, which is the flip-up shades on Ed Rooney, which are fantastic. And my my dad had a pair of clip – like, so my dad has glasses, and – during the 80s and 90s had a pair I mean giant glasses like you had then. absolutely and in case you needed to see out of your cheek cl- right clip on sunglasses 
that clipped onto his glasses. Absolutely. And then also, he could flip them up. And I Fuck always yeah. thought they were super cool. As a kid, I was yeah, like, I want some cool. flip, up, flip up shades, man. I think we should bring flip up shades back. Listen, I'm I am wearing gigantic 80s size sunglasses or regular <laughs> glasses right now. So I think we can bring back whatever we want. Yeah. 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 Can you get so, flip up shades? Yeah, they have, this, they have this near miss. And Rooney mistakes this girl. For yeah, he goes theorist. to the places where he thinks kids are going to go if they're skipping, which is like right. a dive okay. arcade sort of situation. And let me ask you this. There's all sorts of kids in there, so true, true. no one's chasing those kids. Right. Um, she spits that drink right in his face, which is bold, and I like that for her. <laughs> so then we <laughs> go is to- that? Is that a person? Oh, I don't know if she's in anything else, but she's very cute. And then mm-hmm. I just like how she's like, she thinks about it for a second. And then she just very deliberately. Uh-huh. He really and stands he, there and waits for it. He really just does stand there and wait for it. So then he has a near miss of seeing him on the TV at the baseball game. Yep. Sloan is then, not interested in this baseball game. She's like doing homework while they're talking at yeah. the baseball game. Yeah. <laughs> and then we get the whole, hey, swing, mm-hmm. that, that whole thing. Again, I don't know if that's a thing anyone ever said before this movie but i think it every time i'm at baseball and i have heard it <laughs> oh people say i think it. that's old i think that's i've heard people movie. say it at baseball games cut to gym class and Jeannie's like i'm fucking leaving yep uh Jeannie's leaving for like three cuts and she finally <laughs> leaves and um she's just standing in the hallway for one of them like being pissed yeah Ferris lives in a huge ass fucking mansion no joke also so rooney went to he drove to like the local arcade, right? Uh, like their little so. suburban arcade yeah. before he like, I don't know why I always thought he was going to like drive to Chicago or whatever they were doing, but um, he's clearly not no. in the loop, right? And then he perks in front of a fire hydrant. Yep. It's like the only, there's a million spots on the street. <laughs> yeah, there's no other cars on the street. <laughs> and then the intercom thing happens. He's unhinged. This would never happen. Like you're going to break into this kid's house for a school absence because you don't, but you already talked to the mom. This is not appropriate. Mom does not give a shit. (laughs) Absolutely. Then we get just a quick cut to the parking lot guys with the Star Wars music. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) And the Ferrari. (laughs) Also, Ed Rooney definitely leaves the hose on and just shoves it in the ground to turn it off when he's like. (laughs) Oh, my God. And he like, this is where he gets attacked by the dog. Yep. Um, and then we get to the museum. I love this so much. I do too. I love the art museum sequence. We were talking about at the beginning of, that, of what we were talking tonight and how yeah. like, it almost wasn't in there. I was like, oh my God. I love the fact that we just have a sequence that's just like, look at this cool ass art and just enjoy the music and the art and we're not going to say anything. The song is we're just so gonna, good. It's, it's like the Smiths, right? It's. It's a cover of the Smiths. It's a cover of the Smiths. It's Dream Academy. It's so good. And the kids, I love the kids in a line holding hands and then they're in with the class. They're in with the class. It's so precious. It's all great. This this is maybe like, honestly, this is maybe my favorite sequence. I agree. It's super. I wrote, I wrote, I've always loved this. (laughs) Maybe my favorite sequence in the whole movie is them just being like, yeah, look at the art. It's and fucking Cam awesome. really looks at that Surat Sunday afternoon, yeah. and then yeah, we yeah. get some smooch it. Like it's so good. It's yeah. I agree with you, and I think that I don't know if I ever thought about it one way or the other, whether I liked it or not. And then last night when I was watching it, I wrote, "I've always loved this so much. I love this." Yeah, yeah. Like, so I'm with you. I I love that um kind of quiet moment, and I like that there isn't. We don't. We're not talking. We're just right. Exactly. Everybody's always talking the whole rest of the right. movie. Right. Yeah. 
We get another close call with Ferris Bueller's idiot dad. Sloane <laughs> blows a kiss. She's so ballsy. Yeah. This is another thing. You don't know. Of course, he doesn't know who his son is dating. Like, right. You know. <laughs> and then the newspaper has an article about him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's on a float. <laughs> and then Dunk we move to the parade. Shane, darling, Dunk Shane. Um, it's ridiculous. Yeah. And Cameron just goes, you can do anything. The flippy guy. Do you know what I'm talking about when I say the flippy guy? We always talked about the flippy guy. There's the one the guy, guy during the musical number that just like does this giant, clearly trampoline assisted flippy jump yes, over the rest absolutely. of everybody. Absolutely. <laughs> There's that guy, that flippy guy. The flippy guy. And There's somehow during this whole song. It's like a whole thing. Cameron and Sloan are having kind of a deep conversation. Yep. It's like, what are you interested in? Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Absolutely. I get it. Absolutely. <laughs> no. Nothing. Also, the lady on the float is rocking on the accordion during that. Oh, hell yeah. There's a whole ass, like, flash mob, that window washer, like. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The window washer and a couple other people that were shown were not part of the crew. They just filmed them because they were, like, dancing, like. Construction guys, probably. Yeah, yeah. And we go back to Rooney at the house, and he takes the flower delivery from the English department and staff. <laughs> to, yeah. to Ferris. Uh, but then he totally abuses that dog. Rooney is out of control. Just yeah. uh, like look what Uncle Ed has for you, you fucker. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and Jeannie sees the safe Ferris water tower. She yep. finds the mannequin and she's so mad. She kicks the fuck out of him directly in the face with oh her Oh my cat, god, yes. With her little white head. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. I wrote this down because I always liked her like soft looking sneaker sneakers. Yeah. They look, they're great shoes. I was like, I want a pair of like shoes. soft sort of comfortable. They look really mm-hmm. comfortable. They look like little soft, like cut, leather cuts to me. And she's got the big scrunchy socks. Yeah. Yeah. I don't need the scrunchy socks, but I like her soft sneakery shoes. Yeah. Yeah. She's very sneaky, like much very cat-like when she's, yeah. you know, creeping. Um, but then she kicks the shit out of him and then she panics and <laughs> runs upstairs, which is a very horror movie move to do. <laughs> yes. And I also like, she tells the cops, I'm very cute and very alone. And then she tells Rooney on the intercom, I have I have a gun and a scorching case of herpes. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that. Um, and he drops his wallet like a fucking noob. <laughs> <laughs> like it comes out of his ripped pants. Yeah. Uh, I think it falls through his pocket. So Cameron goes berserk here when we find that the car has miles on it. Then we cut back to Jeannie with the singing telegram and the porn nurse. Oh my God. Which, what the fuck? And then. So I want to back up for just a second because I, yeah. I got. Uh, so Ferris, uh, at some point in all these cuts back and forth, starts talking about school being the end of all yeah. the relationships. Right about right? now. Cam's dissociating in there. Like, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, cause when the, the, when they, they, and they like stop and Cam is like, I think they're like laying on a bench or something. Yeah. 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 He's laying and Sloan's like smacking his face. Right. And Ferris comes over and addresses the camera and talks about high school. Like, oh, you know, I'm moving on and I'll go to school and yeah, Cameron go to school. Yeah, ruminating on the future. What do I do about Sloan? She's not, I forget how old she is, but she's not she's a, a senior. Junior, so she's, she's junior. not going to, Yeah. And I, I gotta say, like, so when I graduated from high school and even during, like, during high school and stuff, this was still, like, the thought that when you graduated, all, all of my friends were, you know, college bound. And it was very much the attitude, like, this was very much how things work. You had your high school friends and probably 
you're going to go to school and develop new friends and you're not really going to talk to those high school friends anymore. I remember specifically having conversations with my high school friends about like, this is like the end of, we're having like kind of the end of our friendship. You go home for summer and we'd see him, but then, you know, you're moving on with your life kind of thing. And it absolutely did not pan out that way at all. And of course the answer is like the internet. Right, and I was a junior happened. and my boyfriend was a senior and then we got married. So <laughs> <laughs> like, like, and I still know a lot of my high school friends. I think a lot of why that didn't happen for me was the internet. We were on AOL Instant Messenger all the fucking time talking to each other over really long distances. Did you guys all move? Because none of us moved. Yes. No. Like, we were all in different places, hours away from each other. But you guys, to this day, are still, like, friends and you use the internet to keep in touch. And that's precious. And all those dudes have been on this show. Hi, dudes. Yeah. Hi, dudes. (laughs) So, like, I just, it's it's such an interesting, I feel like probably that, that sort of dynamic has changed a lot where you don't necessarily have those big breaks with your group of friends from right. different phases of life. In 1986, if you moved away and got a job you, somewhere else, you yeah. like, what were you going to write a letter? Like you were going to do that at first, but you weren't going to continue doing that. I had a really good friend up from like kindergarten through eighth grade. And in eighth grade, his family moved literally like an hour and 15 minutes away um, for high school. And he wasn't Uh in my high school. And that was, he was literally probably my best friend for kindergarten through eighth grade. Right. And that relationship ended. And I haven't, I saw him one time in ninth grade where we like all went up and saw him and then nothing, absolutely nothing, like no relationship at all. And it was just like, we missed the window of the internet being this ubiquitous constant Right, where you'd be able to just be in touch. Yeah. So I just I always find that interesting when I watch this movie and him, him talking to the screen about that. And I, I, I wondered, like, how much that resonates at all with a modern That's audience. I mean, I thought what he was saying was true in some ways, but that was not my experience. Mm-hmm. Um, internet or no, because we all stayed here. <laughs> also, important note, you can't respect somebody who kisses your ass. Nieces are yeah, Cameron's going Cameron's to marry the first girl who yeah. lays him or whatever. And yeah. Important life note. Important life tip. I agree with you. And then he fakes, he like half drowns and then he goes, Ferris Bueller, you're my hero. (laughs) Um, So then we cut to the police station. Now, no one on earth has ever gone to jail for making a phony phone call. And it wasn't (laughs) phony, but that's whatever. Because then Uh, we get This is the grossest knuckle cracking on screen ever in the history of ever when Charlie Sheen is cracking. Oh, yeah. It doesn't matter. He looks hot as balls in this. (laughs) I know it doesn't matter. Listen, I know he's a scumbag. Yep. I know, but I don't care. He looks so good in this. Wait, and what's I, the, best, what? the best hot watch on this movie? Who's the, you got to have well, a hot watch. Charlie Sheen in this moment, I also would absolutely like to take Jennifer Grey out to lunch. <laughs> you know, I've already said that. <laughs> I also think Sloan is super hot. But I was going to say, what about Mia Sarah? Okay. No, she super hot but here's the thing about Mia Sarah she's super super hot right and her character is I guess we can take a break and talk about this as a person <laughs> like from the plot of the movie whatever right as yep. a person this is not a deep character we know this right she doesn't seem like an asshole I I noticed this time around her couple moments of being kind of ballsy and bold which made me feel like she is a good match yeah. For Ferris yeah. in terms of having that kind of like charisma or or, or chutzpah or whatever you right. want to 
call it that like whatever but she doesn't and 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 similarly in legend i don't feel like i know anything about her i don't feel like i know what's going on in there i don't and that's less appealing to me she's very cute okay i like she's very cute jennifer gray is spunky asshole in this and i like that yeah (laughs) and she's cute and she was super cute changed by making out with charlie sheen (laughs) Right. And I need you to understand, this is not an experience that I had. Making out with Charlie Sheen? I thought he did that with everybody. No, no, no. I only, like, smooched one boy in, like, all of high school. And I, like, always, you would see these in these movies or in the stupid books, like, where somebody has this, like, chance encounter and they have, like, one daring kiss with a stranger. And that's, like, something you would, like, dream of as young teenage me. Mm -hmm. Um, It literally never happened to me. But now me would absolutely make out with police station Charlie Sheen. (laughs) Without question, because you just have to have that moment. Oh my god, he's got so much eye makeup on. I don't know. Well, he. So I read that to make himself look drugged out, he didn't sleep for like two days, so he was all like out of it. Whatever, he looks hot as fuck. I'm sorry (laughs) about it. The standy uppy hair, like the yeah, all of it. And yeah. yeah, and I also like how he fucking philosophizes with her and she's being such an <laughs> asshole and he's so yeah. into it. And like, he's like, well, then the problem is with you. Like, yep. you yep. need to just deal with who gives a shit. Yep. It's, you know, he changes her whole life. Do you think they get back together after this? Do you think they ever actually like they don't? Ex- I was like, they don't exchange numbers. I don't know if they no, like. No, and she doesn't <laughs> want to. She just wanted you think to have so? that She just like she just was because she was like giddy walking out of that. Yes, because it was a whole thing. Realistically. Yeah. It's never going to work out, and she knows that because okay. she does not have the patience for drugged out Charlie Sheen. But she How might. How old like, is she supposed to be in this movie? She's a junior, I think. Is she a junior? Or a okay. sophomore? She's the younger sister, so she's the younger sister, but she can drive, so she's got to be at least a sophomore, probably. I don't know, but sophomore I was just junior. Out. I don't think they're twins, so no. They're honestly trying to run that odometer back. Yeah, they are. That's a real thing they were trying. He's still going. He's like, it's not working? Cool. I can just crack this open and run it back by hand. Right. Like, Which also he is, is not. still yeah. trying to figure this thing out for Cameron. And I do think some of the stuff, like, he, it's shitty kind of of him to take the Ferrari in the first place. They don't need yes. the Ferrari. Right. And he just really wants, and there's some shitty moments of him being like, oh, this is, like, this is so choice if you have the, you know, the means yeah. or whatever. But I, I really did feel like, at the end of this, he is respectable about being like, he really, this is on me. Don't like, this yes. is my thing. Like, you like, don't need to worry about this. I think he would have taken the blame. Yeah. He definitely, like, even though he was serving his own means throughout the day, he also really did want to try to show Cameron that he thought that yeah. was what he was doing good. Like, right. whether or not right. it is good for Ke- like, he doesn't really get to say, but he yeah. meant to be doing good. Yeah. Here's another thing. This is stupid, but. I have always thought like that, like they called it a pavilion online when I was reading about this house that they filmed Cameron's house at this like oh, modern yeah. house. It's like one of those houses that has a name, you know, Yeah. Um, the wooded lot that it's on, I think is so pretty. It like, is. Yeah, it is. Something about every shot of them has these like completely like vibrant trees in the background and 
the music. It's so pretty. They painted the trees. Did you see that? So no. it was not green. Those trees were not green. And when they were filming the car crashing out of the back of the garage, it was fall and it was supposed to be spring, right? Oh, and so right. they painted the leaves of well, those trees to be green. You can see it if there's a shot looking up at them from outside like yeah. the car perspective oh, or whatever. Yes, and the reflection. And you can see the reflection yes, of the yellow, yellow trees. Yeah. You know what? Now that you say it, yes. But that or whatever it was, it was so I always just thought it was such a pretty like yeah. I wish that mm-hmm. I had like a wooded lot like that. Yeah. And so I always thought that was pretty. And then she's like, Did you see me naked when you were catatonic? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and he's like, I'm just gonna go. And then he kills the car. And then he kills the car. Yeah, Ferris totally offers to take the rap. I'm taking a stand. I'm taking a stand. Yeah. And then as she's leaving, Jeannie says, but people call me Shauna. He goes, okay, Jean. (laughs) And then there's a song. There's the Jeannie Shauna song. Shauna. Shauna. (laughs) (laughs) So good. So, Cam, are you sure you're okay? Yeah, for the first time in his life. Like, so then I love you. And then he runs away and she goes, he's going to marry me. And I'm like, girl, don't marry him. (laughs) You just said they're probably a good match. I don't know. I don't think they should get married for at least 10 years. Oh, well, no. They shouldn't get married tomorrow or today or whatever. But, like, yeah, they, they could have a relationship. Sure, I guess. Dad, again, clueless, just driving. Wow, he, the dad is so clueless. He sees, like, he... he He's I running right next to He's him. He's running right next to him. And the dad's just... I guess he already had, like the near miss of seeing him in the cab and it wasn't really him. So maybe he's just like already keyed on to that. But also the mom never looks up when Jeannie almost runs Ferris over. Right. And she, she's so bitchy, but then they get out of the car and she goes, they're just screaming. The two of them screaming in that car, the mom and the daughter, it's too much for me to bear. And it might be my future. <laughs> yeah, but it's going to be two of them. Oh God. I won't live. So, I, she like bitches about Jeannie and the dad just goes real deadpan. I think we should shoot her. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> so then yeah. Rooney's at the door and Jeannie saves him after all that. Well, you skip the race home though. They have the race oh, home and, yeah. and dun, he's dun, going dun, dun, through the backyard. Dun, 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 dun. And, yep, he runs home. He runs through that whole house. Dinner smells good. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Dinner's ready. Oh, he runs back to say hi to the bikini chicks. Yep. Yeah. Um, All that. that was greatest moment. The the slow motion trampoline jump into the yard. That's very and, good music. Hey, they do that hey, with Rooney. To, hey. Yeah, it is good music. They do that with. I like the the couple of they. So I'm sure it's John Hughes, right? Where it's like yeah. so when Jeannie kicks Rooney in the face. Yes. And boom, boom, and boom, falls. and then Rooney sort of slowly slow motion falls and in a couple mm-hmm. times while we see Jeannie just bolting upstairs and, she gets and a it's little like sped up as she runs right. upstairs. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then do the same thing with you know Ferrison's in slow motion and then the the cutting back and forth like he's slowly yeah. falling and they're driving in and he jumps um, he does. The trampoline jump. So what's Rooney's actual... Rooney has him dead to rights, right? He's But he is also, Rooney, on private property at, like, having broken into someone's Having broken in, having drugged a dog. What is Rooney's future after this Having gotten his car towed. (laughs) Like, does he just go back to school the next day? Like, he probably does. I guess so. But they are all uh, in on this. Like, they all know. But Jeannie finally finds it in her heart to cover for Ferris and, like, accept it. I guess, yeah. He's the golden child. All the flowers, the whole house is filled. And then he throws the baseball at the snoring tape deck. He does more baby talk with the dad. Uh, yeah. 
and years of practice. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, then we get to the slow walk of shame with Rooney. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm, boom, boom. And then we get to save Ferris on the mm-hmm. book. And he's so mad. So, Paul, let's go on your cannon. Do you remember the band Save Ferris? Yes, I do. Poor <laughs> yeah. old Johnny Ray. <laughs> that's not. That's, they covered it. They covered, they covered it? that song okay. very famously. Uh, I didn't this know is that. like a ska version of Come On Eileen. You don't know that? Oh, it's very good. I did not know that. Oh, it's very good. I feel like there was another. I was trying to find when we were talking. There was another band. I thought that was like a spinoff from a quote of this movie. And I couldn't remember what it was. But anyway, um, yeah, this is in my canon, I think. I don't know when it's in my canon. And I, I like I keep going back to this, too. I don't know if this is another one where I'd be like, I don't need to watch it with you. I think by the time my son is old enough to really appreciate this movie i think it's probably high school isn't it yeah like i don't think you get some of the stuff and it's not it doesn't hit the same way if you're not like in high school i don't know i felt like i watched at the beginning of high school and it was very much it hit and i guess i would share it with them but not necessarily be like like again this feels like one of those movies where i'm gonna be like you should watch this with your friends your peers not with your old ass dad Like, I said that about The Big Lebowski, too, but I really wonder if that's not... If I'm in the same sort of place with this movie. Like, this is not a movie where I feel like I'm relating to my son through this movie as much as I am just saying, go enjoy this with your friends. At this time in your life, this is something you would enjoy. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Is this in your canon? Yeah, it is for sure, but I... I didn't really think about the when. I do think that your idea is a good one, um, but I don't know. I guess it would just depend on if I felt like they still wanted to hang out with me. Uh. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's fair. Like, I would hope, you know, but who knows what happens when hormones like kick I in. mean, we had a blast watching it yesterday, so, yeah, you know. I, I so. do really love this. And I think for the most part, it holds up in terms of it's still funny. The quotes are still good. I like, think so too. Nothing... And nothing got nothing got yucky. Like in looking at you, sixteen candles. Right. So you know. So I think that that's great. The yuckiest thing for me, which is this, is a, a not like super terrible yucky thing. But the yuckiest thing for me was when Ferris asked the guy at the parking garage, "Do you speak English?" Where right. he was, and and part of that is clearly his like suburban upper class white right. upbringing coming through like i'm gonna assume about this this about you but i don't know i don't think there was anything else in here that was like oh my god this is horrible and right it's funny there's great lines it's quotable it's so funny the music is great everybody looks cool yes yeah everybody would wear those outfits today that's true that's absolutely true so i've seen people dress up just as people dress up as Marty McFly at Halloween mm-hmm. high school kids, they dress up as Ferris. Oh, really? That's cool. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. pretty easy, too. It's just the vest and a t-shirt if you yeah, want to go that route. Actually, I guess you could get the beret if you want to go I would like, do that as a step. couple's costume. Yeah. You know? So you I would look slow? great in that sweat. I was going to make a joke. I would look great in a sweater vest. But oh, no, yeah, I could, yeah, I could, yeah. I'd be cute. I want to see. Where are you going to find that uh, fringe jacket? That's what I want to You see. don't think I can find the fringe jacket? <laughs> I feel like very confident that I could. <laughs> Um, yeah, for yeah. sure. All right. Well, uh, thanks for talking about this with me. This is, yeah. feels like a great time because I'm also emotionally done with this school year. And so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So everybody enjoy enjoy the good weather as it starts mm-hmm. to get warmer, hopefully where you are. Hey, hey, Beth, you know who people have been talking about our uh, Patreon and how much they They've enjoy been- it. 
They've been talking you know about that? that. Yeah, like no, all, everybody, the sportos, the motorheads, the geeks, the, the geeks, the dweebies, the, the sluts. All of them love our Patreon. <laughs> they think we're righteous. <laughs> they think it's a righteous time. <laughs> <laughs> Makes you look like an asshole is what he does it. Yeah, yeah, yeah true. <laughs> so, yeah. You should follow all those people's opinions yep. and you should check out the dickheads. Yeah, really the dickheads. <laughs> what the fuck is happening? Yep. All right. Yeah. Thanks, Joe. Thanks, everybody. Uh, uh-huh. You look pretty today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Until next time. Keep the nerd alive.